Welcome to the Branches podcast. Branches is a community of faith, hope and love in the South Orange County. We are a church for people who don't go to church. If you'd like to learn more about our faith or our community, visit our website at branchesoc.com. Thanks. Um, I'm going to explain one of the stations that we've, we've kind of named Loving God. So if you guys are here at Branches or are new, the biggest values we have at Branches are to love God and to love each other. And so on a morning like this, what we want to do is we want to take time out of, like, say, a typical church service and say, like Kim said, hey, we're just going to stop and we're going to, you know, we're going to go from this transactional idea of learning about prayer through people talking about it to a transformational and that's what we hope this morning will be. It will be transformational for you guys, that we can actually step into this simple thing like, let's stop and pray. So uh, there's a couple of tables right back that you, some of you guys are at. And there's, um, on those tables, there's scripture, there's some gratitude lists. And so when it comes to loving God, one, we're going to sing some worship songs up here. We're going to sing some songs of prayer that will be um, going. And uh, you can read some scripture and you can write down some gratitude lists. And that will be your prayer. From 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Part of prayer is recognizing how blessed we are and being grateful and thankful for what God has given us. And that's in all circumstances. So, the station I'm introducing is His Love in All Things. In the area over where the rectangle tables are, and the table where Ash is, and Ashley behind him, you can go and clear your mind of fear, anger, by writing it down so that you can focus on how much you have to be thankful and grateful for. You have the option of writing or painting, if you're more artistic, ways that you are grateful and thankful, and you can write down fear and anger to get that out of the way. Sorry, G, didn't know you were ending. Okay, so my station is called um, Loving Your Neighbor, and so we're going to be praying for our neighbors today, and that actually includes your uh, next-door neighbors as well, Melissa, so as well as everyone else around you <laughs> and everyone else in the world. But my two uh, stations are in the back, uh, the last two tables. And so <clears throat> um, please prepare your hearts as you're able to write, um, you're able to color back up in there, um, able to pray to the Lord. We're going to have people back there um, if you need help praying um, as well. We have a couple of verses. Um, first one is going to be uh, Psalms 20 verses 4 through 5, and then also back there, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 13. Uh, but also consider praying for, like, our children, the church, the elder team, uh, as we make decisions for the church, you know, loved ones to be care for, um, the ones that are sick, uh, Books Health, which was a big one we saw this year, uh, missionaries, we have, you know, a couple of groups going uh, to um, El Salvador and Cambodia this summer. Please pray for them. Uh, the, the women going on the women's retreat in May, another um, great uh, um, way to pray. And then also anyone that's on your heart, you can pray for anyone that's, that comes to your heart. Um, 
starting out praying. Some of you are fairly new to the church, so you can just ask the Holy Spirit uh, for help as you pray. And then also, if you want to start out with the Lord's Prayer, that's another great way to start out praying. Um, and if you need more guidance, we do, like I said earlier, we do have people in the back to uh, either just to pray, if you want someone to pray with you or for you, um, we have people in the back for that as well. And I'm going to introduce my station, uh, which is Confession. It'll be right out here behind the partitions, and there's a, two tables out there that you can, um, you can write on. Um, in 1 John 1.9, it says, <clears throat> if we confess our sins... <clears throat> He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, it says in James 5.16, and pray for one another so that you may be healed. <clears throat> um, so for those of you that are ready to write down <clears throat> that thing that you're holding back, um, the words that you are forgiven, please join me and um, several of our church leaders over in this area, you can write your confession and then privately read it to a trusted branches leader without comment or without judgment. Once you have the opportunity to read it aloud, we're going to put it in a little bowl where the paper that you wrote it on absolutely disappears. You will be forgiven. All right? So I'm going to give it back to Jer, and he's going to kind of wrap it up. Thanks, guys. You guys can be seated, actually. Be great. Murph, are you out there? So like we said, this morning is about prayer. It's about going from talking about it in the theoretical to actually doing it this morning. And so as we just described, there's a few different tables in the back. You can color. And one theme is loving God. One theme is praying for our neighbors, loving our neighbors. One thing is about gratitude. Out there is confession. And we want to give you guys opportunities. Again, there's going to be people playing music here. Uh, people. My friend Drew's going to play, play some music um, as well. So if you guys want to sit here and pray, this is a time for us to take about 20 to 25 minutes to take a deep breath from our lives and say, God, I'm here at church. What is it? And if you guys don't know what to pray for, you don't want to get up, you don't want to go to these stations, if you're married, pray for your spouse. If you have children, pray for your kids. Just pray as you can, not as you can't. And so that's what the theme of this morning is. And uh, I'm really excited about it. So uh, prayer takes many forms, and um, one of my favorite things to do personally is to, to sing and play worship music, and those are our prayers. But another one is all things artistic, and when Chris Murphy does his poetry, it just, to me, it's always like, oh, that was such an awesome prayer. I feel like we're getting an insight into his prayer journal. So um, we asked him to come share his prayer this morning. I don't have any uh, stations or prayer tables. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you, you know, uh, I think there's been a lot of times in my life where I've kind of gotten down to pray and I just couldn't even find words, you know. It was more like, just help, like right now, you know. Um, and this poem I'm going to share with you, it's kind of a, a personal poem for me. Um, I wrote this poem as a means to process. I had to take a trip back to New York and say goodbye to my father. And uh, I didn't realize till after, you know, I hear Boog saying all the time that worship songs are prayer. And I was like, well, what are these poems, you know? I was like, I wonder what these poems are. And um, it kind of hit me that this poem has kind of been my talk to God on my family. So uh, here goes. 
My father is a Purple Heart. He is my hero, a true champion, a trophy to fatherhood. He embodies a life I never had the courage to live. His spine struggles when he walks, carrying the weight of his mistakes has left him arched like a bow, one arrow left to fight through the remaining days of his freedom. I know how he got his scars. He blended an empty promise against a dream. My mother sits in her panic room. She curls at the taste of another day, of another month, of what the next eight years of her life will look like when he leaves. Valium is her friend. They hold hands when it rains, and today it is freaking raining. I know how she got her scars. She married my dad. How did we get here, I wonder? We speak the same language. We hold funerals to our future. There is no muzzle for the pain. This trip, this is no vacation. It is a perfect storm of grief. It is the knife fight that you showed up to without the knife. The morning that my father left and was taken into custody, my mother, she went to her bedroom and she collapsed to the ground, strangled by the last free breath she'd watched him take that day. No, was all she cried out. I thought her heart exploded. I ran straight into the hurricane. It buckled me at the knees, emptied out my heart. Everything will be okay, I kept telling her. I never felt more uncomfortable lying as my mother sat with her face in her hands. The echo of my father's voice still carrying in her cries. She thought the war had ended, and so did I. I hugged her a life jacket so she wouldn't drown in her tears. This moment is a collage of disappointment. I moved to the living room. My father's favorite couch is a graveyard, and I just stare at where he used to sit. And in an attempt to start healing, I kneel over the crevice of the cushion, but I can't find the words anymore. My father's love is now a shadow to the pain that holds us hostage. The morning that I left, I wanted to tell my mother the following, that I've dug too many gardens in my life trying to bury my past. Never held a gun, but I've shot myself up a handful of times. It's hard to speak on truth, but I can tell you for absolute certain that those pills that you take, they will never kill the pain. They create more, and there will never be enough soap to wash away the ugly, to clean the bite marks left behind by the lies. But I couldn't tell my mother these things. She has forgotten what it feels like to be alive. Thank you. Thank you for taking the courage. For us guys, we're just gonna transition from there into these uh, sections. So please, this is like anything else. You get out of this what you're gonna put into it. So just take the same courage that he just did and, uh, and journey through these stations. You're gonna hear us play songs. They're not gonna be lyrics on the screens. They're just designed to kind of fill this room with an atmosphere of worship. 
um, and a context for us to lean into these moments. So please, at this time, I want to release you guys to do that very thing. quick seat. Uh, so I was asked to close and prayer is a tricky thing. Uh, mostly because we come at it with our left brain, with our criticism, with our judgments, with our needs, with the things that we kind of want done. And so prayer often becomes about me. Uh, or someone else when you have compassion on someone else. Uh, but even that is more about what you want from God. What could you get? And so prayer, a lot of the time, becomes this cheap word for just your ego. <laughs> and what, what prayer really is, is it allows you access to God. And it allows you to hear from God. It allows you to listen to God. And some of the mystics would, for many years, called it just contemplation was maybe a word that might fit a little better. And that, that can take a lot of different forms, which I hope you experienced this morning, that you could contemplate, think about, get into the mystery of who God is through writing something down, through confessing something, through coloring something, uh, through worshiping, through singing, um, I thought, you know, I was talking to Drew, just, just the beginning, just thinking, man, some of the best prayer times I'm sitting on my surfboard and uh, watching the sunset. There's, there is no formula, and yet in religion, we want to make a formula. We want it to be, could we just say this many things? Could we just put this wor these words in order and then we're good? And it's, it's so much more than that. Uh, it's, it's so much deeper than that. And if you always approach it with this, I want this, this, and this, and this, and this, uh, you never are open to that mystery, to this unknown, amazing thing that, that is the divine presence in your life. So we are, we are going to say a prayer together because we're learners. We're still figuring this out in so many ways. Uh, in the Gospel of Luke, one of, one of his disciples said to him, to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. And you would think that Jesus probably had these things on his mind, like what I got to cover with my disciples, and prayer would probably be on there. But there are little ways into the journey, and he still hasn't sat down and given him the prayer, the prayer lesson, which sounds kind of strange to me, right? If you're with, you know, sort of the, the archetype prayer, you would think he would be passing this on in one of his, you know, hey, think maybe you could teach us how to do this prayer thing that you keep doing? Because it says he was praying in a certain place. And, when he, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. 
So somewhere along the line, and I don't think Jesus makes mistakes, but apparently the disciples felt like, ah, he's kind of forgotten to teach us how to pray. And my hunch is that he waited all the way until they, had, they actually had to ask him because he didn't want to make it a formula. And some scholars think that if they had never asked him, he would have never told him. But when he does end up telling them, the prayer is so much more about God and what God could do than about what their needs are. He, he does say, cover your physical and spiritual needs. Give us the things that we need for today. Ground it in forgiveness. Ground your day in forgiveness. But may God's kingdom come. May your name be honored. May your will be done. All these sorts of things are so focused on him. And so today, my, you know, my hope is that you got to experience that union, listening, hearing from, connection to the Lord. Uh, that these wouldn't be tasks or formulas for you, but that they would begin to hit that right brain and say, there's so much mystery, there's so much more to know, there's so much unknown, there's so much more I could be aligned to. And so as we, as we take the Lord's Prayer, as they call it, the Our Father, the, the Disciples' Prayer, do we have a slide for it, I think? Uh, or if we don't, that's okay. I can have you turn into your Bibles. Uh, There it is. Now, this is old language. Hallowed, we don't ever use that word, right? Uh, except when we say this prayer. Uh, daily bread, debts, debtors. Debts we'd probably say, but we just talk about debt, having debt. Uh, we don't really talk about debtors. Um, and being delivering, delivered from the evil one. So that the language to us is uncommon. This is not language we use, but it doesn't mean that it's not transformational. Uh, but if you look about it, it's, there's us in there a couple times. Give us the things that we need. Forgive us as we and deliver us. But look, the whole first part of it is all about this mysterious divine presence that we call God and metaphorically we call Father. Uh, so if you would recite this with me, because this is how Jesus taught us to pray. And again, if you can take that stance as a learner, as someone coming at this as I'm just still figuring this out, then this can have so much more meaning. And my hope is that, and I think many of us here, that as you leave today, that the prayer would continue, right? There's these, I think it was Greg that read, pray continually, and that feels like a burden. <laughs> but if you pray for five minutes, then you know what it looks like, and you know what it could be like to be in that kind of contemplation. So you can't just say, oh, I pray all the time. That's what some of us say, because we read it in the scripture somewhere. Well, I pray continually, that's what I do. Well, if you haven't prayed for five minutes, then you don't know what, it's look like, what it would look like to pray for five, you know, 500 minutes. So let's, uh, let's say this t together so you know what it looks like to pray for, you know, 14 seconds or, no, this is 30 seconds, probably a little longer than that. I generally time stuff, as you know, but uh, 
Yeah, would you join me in this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples? Our Father, hallowed in heaven. <laughs> Sorry. Let's close in prayer. <laughs> Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So good. Well, there's no closing prayer after that, you know. I, the closing of your eyes has been to focus. All the things that we learn about prayer, the, the putting your hands together was a symbol of surrender, that you'd be handcuffed. Getting on your knees, a symbol of worship and surrender. The closing of your eyes was simply to focus. Uh, so all these things that you've learned about prayer, a lot of them are very religious, but we want you to go from this place knowing that there is a great mystery out there and to contemplate that mystery, to bring your friends into that, to pray with one another, to pray for each other, to intercede on others' behalf, and then to confess to each other. Did anybody do the confession? It's like, like why, don't be shy. We all have stuff to confess. Does anybody here have nothing to confess about their lives? Go ahead and put your hand up. All right. Who here went into the confession area? Any, good. Wasn't that so healing? Wasn't that great to see it disappear? I've, I just... I think that's phenomenal. Uh, we'll have to do another one of those because those of you that missed out, it is, uh, it is an opportunity for healing, and that will be your prayer. So go from this place in peace and in grace and in mercy and in love, and let the way that you leave from here be your prayer. Let the way that you drive today be your prayer. Let the way that you sit in the car as someone cuts you off and you feel it. And the skin tingles in your arms. And you have all these feelings that go through and you think, oh, Lord, you are with me. <laughs> As you're looking for that parking space at the beach. <laughs> Let that be your prayer. Anywhere that you go, anytime, any place, in any any action, as you contemplate the presence of the Lord and you allow yourself access to him and to listen to him. Let that be your prayer. When you're, pulling, when you're going down the grocery aisle and you're like, bananas? It's time for worship. There are bananas here. I can't make a banana. Every opportunity that you have. But if you don't know what it looks like for five minutes, for two minutes, then you don't know what it looks like. You don't know what it's going to look like with the bananas. So pray, 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 and don't let it just be a formula Okay? Amen? 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 All right. Bless you guys. Have a great day.